0: You're listening to the Live Well Radio Podcast Show, a wealth of information for a life of inspiration. And here's your host, Brett Coleman. Hey guys, whenever I meet someone who has a strong passion for sharing valuable information, I always want to deepen that conversation and learn as much as I can from that person. I met Mark Meyer last month in Frisco, Texas, at one of our show venues. I don't think I've ever learned more about health and fitness in a 25 minute conversation than I did with Mark. On a macro level, the premise of this show is all about healthier lifestyle solutions. So I wanted to invite Mark on the show today as a guest to share some insight and thought provoking information. That I really believe you will find useful, not only for your own life, but I'm pretty sure you're going to share what you hear today with others, like I'm so eager and excited to share with all of you. Hey, Mark Meyer, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? I'm good, Brad. I'm glad you, we had a chance to connect these dots. I, you know, we met back in uh, what was that three, four weeks ago in Frisco, Texas, at that uh, home show at the New Cowboy Training Stadium, and we got talking, got into a pretty good conversation. I said we got to pick this up when we get back to Phoenix because you were talking some really good stuff. I know you had said you had a background with the school for nutrition, but you ha- you never stopped studying. That's what I was so impressed with. You you know, you you got a school several years ago, but you probably know more 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 than people who graduate with uh, with certain degrees. So, I want to talk about these blood tests. Pick up again the three top blood tests that you absolutely think people should get, they, they probably are not getting. Talk about that.
1: Well, what, what, one of the first one is uh, oxidized LDLs, okay? Or LDL period oxidized. You'd have to look at it for your test. And I'm sure your uh, health provider can get this for you. And what it is, is oxidized low-density lipoproteins are basically a harmful type of cholesterol that is produced in your body when normal LDL cholesterol is damaged by chemical interactions with free radicals. So we've all heard of antioxidants and we've all heard of free radicals, okay? So a free radical oxidizes something, okay? It steals an oxygen from it is what it does. So when you do an oxidized LDL test, you can see if you've got free radical damage going on with your cholesterol because these, these damaged uh, cholesterol particles, uh, LDL cholesterol particles, they're related to inflammatory responses that can result in atherosclerosis. So if you have atherosclerosis, you actually have inflammation, and it can show through this test, Okay. Now, your doctor, oh, well, your LDLs are too high. Well, you know what? I'm, I, I don't believe that my liver makes anything bad for me. I think the human body has evolved over a very, very long time, and it's a perfect structure. So you have to dive a little bit deeper into what LDL and HDL cholesterol is. They're merely taxicabs. They run through our entire body. Okay, and they take things away and they bring things because if if, let's keep it really simple because it really is simple. Okay, people, anybody can understand this. If if I have LDLs, which they say cause heart attacks, and I have them going throughout my entire arterial system, which is throughout my entire body, why don't I have ankle attacks? knee attacks, hip attacks, elbow attacks, lung attacks. Why do I only have heart attacks? Okay. It doesn't make sense. It's illogical. All right. And we'll, we'll go a little bit further into that in a minute, but on a, on an LD oxidized test, you have a standard range of 60 or less. Okay. And, so if you're if you're a if you're above seventy if you're equal or above seventy, then you have a high relative risk. if you're sixty to sixty nine you have a moderate relative re- risk, and if you're below sixty you're good okay i'm I'm at forty all right to give you a, to give you an idea
0: okay let right? me ask you this okay you're at forty, but the people who go get this test done and they're pushing high range how do they get to 40 without getting pumped up with a bunch of medication, and becoming part of Medication Nation? Are there alternative solutions to that that you know of?
1: Well, I, would, I, I always say you, you have to look at your environment. Okay, our, our health is determined by our genetic code, our environment, and the food we eat, and the amount of stress, exercise, and relaxation that we put ourselves through. Okay? So if you have, if you've been dealt a good hand, your, your parents were healthy, et cetera, et cetera. Most of our parents were healthy. It seems like, um, and then you put yourself in a bad environment and you eat fast food all the time and you live a stressed lifestyle, your genetics aren't going to matter. You're going to ruin it. Okay. So you have to clean up your diet. You have to clean up your environment. And you have to exercise on a regular basis. And that doesn't mean you got to go pound weights and stuff. It means you got to go outside and walk and maybe ride a bike. You can go to the gym. I go to the gym and do weight training. Oh, that sounds terrible, doesn't it? But you know what, folks? Listen, I do very lightweight, and I do it 20 times. And I do three reps of that because I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder. Okay. Now, Brett, Brett's a different animal here. This, this dude is ripped. I'm just, I'm just a normal guy. I'm six foot four, 200 pounds. People say I'm skinny. I say, thank you very much. I appreciate the compliment. Uh, I'm not skinny. I'm right where I should be, but all I'm trying to do is keep my tendons and my joints and my muscles so that they don't atrophy. I'm 66 years old. I want to be like 96 or 106 or 116 with the medical advances. I don't think that's out of question. So go to the gym, and by just, by just doing lightweights a bunch of times, what's going to happen is you're going to go, oh, wow, I can do this. This is not bad. But by the time you get to the 20th, you're going to, you're going to feel it. And then when you get to the third set and you've done the 20th, you're going to definitely know that you did something. But guess what? your joints are not going to hurt. The next day, you're not going to be so sore you can't get out of bed, and then you never want to go to the gym again, okay? Just remember, high reps, three sets, and then do, do the same muscle group twice, okay? So you actually work that muscle group 120 times. 60, three times 20, 60, that's doing one exercise. Then you go find another exercise for the same muscle group in a different form. So you've done it 120 times, okay? You'll look and feel the difference.
0: Okay, so So, I'm gonna gonna ask you something before before I forget because I wanna keep this moving along too. So that's the workout part of it. But more importantly, Mark, how long have you been getting this certain specific test done? I mean, how long has it been at 40? Was it ever higher than 40?
1: You know what? I had just discovered this test. So this is the first time I've had this test. Okay. So I you know, all all the other standard tests, I've had those going back for years and years. But this one, because I started doing research into heart chemistry or let's call it lipid chemistry, and I just I, I just said, Okay, you know, the answer to high LDLs, if you ask your doctor, is a statin. Okay, so I said what does a statin do? Well, a statin goes into your liver and causes your liver to reduce all your cholesterol. Well, I don't want all my cholesterol lowered because my brain uses about 50% of the cholesterol in the body. Okay. So studies show that long-term statin use leads to dementia. Well, that makes sense because your brain needs cholesterol. So what is it with the LDLs What's causing the LDLs to be targeted? well, it's the little things that they carry around that are causing the problems, and the problem actually stems from you have arterial scurvy, okay now, what causes arterial scurvy? Well, it's really a lack of vitamin c and i didn't I didn't want to roll into that yet, so why don't I pull back a little bit on that? Yeah, you want
0: to. Yeah, I want to ask you about what your typical day looks like as far as your meal plan looks like. I hate calling them diets because people get the wrong uh, perception of diet. Diet, we all we all are on a diet. Diet is our meal plan. So what does it look like for you? Yeah, right. What's your meal look like? Your meals throughout the day look like. Are they consistent?
1: Uh they're they're really consistent, really small, uh not very many carbs. I'm not a keto guy because I'm You know, I'm 200 pounds. It's not like I need to lose weight, so uh, I I eat a lot of fats. I eat. I I probably eat an avocado every day. I love hummus. Um, I cook with coconut oil, gobs of it. Every morning, I get up and I have a uh, coffee, and I put a tablespoon of honey in it, two tablespoons of organic half and half, and a half a tablespoon of coconut oil in it and I throw it in the blender and blend it up and okay. it's delicious. And you know, I have cantaloupe every morning. I love cantaloupe. I, there's just something about it. It, it puts something in my stomach without me feeling full. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am, I am diametrically opposed to, I don't never, ever, ever want that full feeling again. I mm-hmm. hate that feeling. Mm-hmm. That, that, oh my God, I ate too much. Thanks, oh my God. Thanksgiving,
0: I, d- yeah, the Thanksgiving uh, dread. Yeah, yeah. I got y-
1: it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's not how you're, how you're supposed to feel. No. You know, so, Le- leave the table hungry and in 10, 10 minutes you won't be hungry anymore. Exactly. You, know? you got to let your, you got to let your mind catch up
0: to your stomach. You got to grab that call. So,
1: no, I do not. um so I try to eat basically all organic okay uh, it's a little It's a little bit more expensive, but you know what? I'm really worth it because my entire wealth is really wrapped up in my health. Uh, you know if uh, I don't care what you have, but if you can't enjoy it because of bad health, then what do you really have? You don't really have much, right. So, so chicken, you know, we spend fish,
0: a, organic chicken, wild-caught um, fish, yeah, turkey, absolute, bison. Yeah,
1: organic, exactly. Everything organic. I do not eat pork. I, do, I don't I do like the way I feel after eating pork. I'm looking for a organic pork supply because I do like— Bacon. And you still like ribs. Well, you know what? It's funny. If I, I buy that thick-cut natural bacon, no nitrites from Costco— Mm-hmm. And I might have a piece of that. My son loves it, and I'll have a piece with some poached eggs. I love the eggs, the cholesterol in the eggs. You you can eat all the cholesterol you want, and it and, uh, uh, oral cholesterol intake does not really change your serum cholesterol numbers. I don't care what anybody says. You got to go read the studies, okay? They demonized the eggs. Oh my God! If you eat an egg, your cholesterol is going to go up. That's just that's just simply not true, okay? It's just not true. So I love eggs.
0: How many uh, they're, times they're a are week perfect... you have eggs?
1: Oh, gosh. I, every day? I, I would probably, I, I would eat them every day. I love poached eggs. Mm-hmm. I like to keep hard-boiled eggs in the refrigerator because that's really healthy, quick, nutritious. Um, you know, you can't be, and, and then I buy expensive eggs, though. I buy, you know, free-range chicken eggs. Yeah. So it's a good natural egg. So you know. So eat eat organic eat. And if you you know, I just everybody is aware of what fake news is today because of our uh, President Trump. And I've taken it one step further. Okay, when you watch a Whataburger commercial, a Burger King commercial, a Wendy's commercial, any hamburger commercial. That is fake news, people. Okay? Dorito commercials, Big Gulp, Big Gulp commercials, that is just fake news, folks. you you got to realize that you can't watch that anymore. You can't agree with it. You can't look at it and be hungry. Pizza Hut, a $5 pizza, you know, the, the stuffed crust and all that, <laughs> folks, you can't eat that. That, that is literally killing you. Okay, that's why people, that's why half our population has high blood sugar, high high blood pressure, they're diabetic, and they have heart disease.
0: I want to keep this moving along because there's some things that you want to touch upon, and that is we got the meal plan pretty much covered. Now, I want to ask you this because I think you had told me, I know for a fact you don't drink, but how long have you been sober now? 20 years. Okay, and don't you think that consumption of Alcohol, sugar, fatty, fatty foods—all that stuff there plays a role in somebody's uh, test results. Their lifestyle habits play, play a big role in how yeah. they their health.
1: Yeah, my my best friend today is fifty. He had a, a stent and triple bypass, and he was the epitome of multimillionaire, going out, eating steaks every night, drinking wine, having Grand Marnier as his after dinner, drink, and eating baked potatoes, et cetera, et cetera, the, the standard American diet uh, will kill you. And if, if you drink, I mean, you know, have a glass of wine, have a cocktail, but you just can't, It it doesn't make any sense. And if you do that, you know, you're just inevitably going to pay the price for it. Okay. There is, there is no short changing the system. You, you are what you eat and you are what you drink. And, you know, if, if you have a drinking problem, um, you can get help for it. You know, you, you know, I don't, I don't want to get into that too much, but, but it, it the most important, I'll leave it with this. Okay. Everybody out there that's listening to this and you guys know this, You're in a hurry to get your kids to school. You're in a hurry to go to work. You're in in a hurry to watch your news program or be entertained or whatever. The most important thing you do every day when you get up, it's only what you eat. It's the most important thing that you do every day. You need to turn everything around and you need to say, okay, hey, it's breakfast. This has got to fuel me for the day. It's how I start, and you better eat a good breakfast. Because that's what starts your whole metabolism for the day, and it goes on. you're doing repair throughout the day. so you better have all the vitamins, minerals, nutrients, proteins, roughage, uh, probiotics, uh, everything that you need because you're just a walking electrochemical machine, and you have to nurture it. So do not stop for fast food, be hungry, hungry is better than bad food. When I'm going down the highway, if I'm hungry, I would rather be hungry and have that feeling than the feeling I get when I eat something that's bad for me. So carry nuts in your car. They're they're simple. Just carry nuts, pecans, walnuts, cashews, peanuts, and grab a handful. And that'll get you through the next half hour or hour until you can get something that's good. And and one of the things about fast food, the only thing that I can say that's good about fast food today is you actually can drive through and get a salad. Okay, don't 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 buy the protein that they're offering because the chicken that you're offering, they're offering, is full of sodium, and it's full of antibiotics and bad stuff for you. And you do not want to you do not want to
0: eat that. All right, talk about these other two. So we got we got a uh, oxid. Hemoglobin
1: oxidized a- LDL,
0: right? And then there, you said the hemoglobin A1C is that is that the next one, or is there two more? Is there two yeah. more than impor, more important than that one right now?
1: Well, I can, I can. Uh, hemoglobin A1C is really, uh, I think, more important than your glucose. Um, the glucose is a snapshot. Your hemoglobin A1C is actually a sixty to ninety day picture of your. Uh, how much sugar you have in your blood? Hemoglobin's a protein of the red blood cell, and it has a sugary coating on it, which is glucose. And hemoglobin or red blood cells only na- last ninety days, anyways. So if you 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 by going in and get a glucose test, and you're at a hundred, your doc says, "Oh, you're fine." Okay, well that's that's a snapshot. That's just like getting your blood pressure taken. Okay, if you walk into a doctor's office and you're early or late, you've had a bad day, you're thinking about work, all these things, they take your blood pressure and it's high. That that means nothing. What is it when you're sitting watching TV and you're with your family and you're relaxed? Okay? You got to you got to take it throughout the day to understand really what your blood pressure is. In Europe, they make you wear a blood pressure a collar all day long so they can get a big, they can get the real picture of your blood pressure versus a snapshot. So this is the same thing. Hemoglobin A1C is a much better indicator of how you look for diabetes and your glycemic control that's going on on a daily basis.
0: Okay. Um, What would the third one be?
1: um, I would look at, uh, there's, there's two more uh, is C-reactive protein. Right. OK, um, your, your C-reactive protein is a inflammation monitor of your entire body. Okay? From, a,
0: from a toothache to, a, to, to, to the heart. I've, that's what I've heard. Yeah, I
1: mean, yeah, you, 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 can have, uh, you can have an asthma day and that will cause inflammation in your body. OK, so what you want to do is you want to go in there on a day when you're feeling good, you don't have anything wrong with you that you know of. And get your baseline uh, C reactive protein. Now, my, my standard range, it says 0 to 5.0, and I'm a 0.8. Okay, so my, my C reactive protein, I don't have a lot of uh, inflammation at all. Okay, so now that's, yeah, that's, now that's your body. That's your body inflammation. Now, go to your uh, homocysteine. Okay, now, homocysteine is your cardiovascular uh, inflammation, okay? And that goes up to, uh, my my standard range is 11.4, and see, I'm at a 10.2, and I would like to get that down to a 5. Wow. And so what I'm... Yeah, yeah. Homo, homo, homocysteine is increased by functional de- deficiency of folate or vitamin twelve. Now, I t- t- you can get folate in a lot of different foods, of which I I'm, I can't name offhand. I, I would look that up as well as you would. But yeah. uh, vitamin twelve, vitamin B twelve. I should be I should be taking more of that. Now, this was done in. Uh, let me see when this test was done. These were done in January, so I'm due for another uh going in for another round of testing because that homocysteine is on my watch list okay you want it
0: less than eleven point four that's what the doctors say, but you want yours down to five you said
1: yeah, and I'm at about a about a ten, okay, so you know there's uh uh there's, there's various things, but I think that's a real important one. So apparently, I have some cardiovascular inflammation. Now, I don't know whether I had worked out the day before or not, because working out causes inflammation. Okay, so before you go in and get tested, it's probably a good idea not to work out for a couple of days.
0: How does it cause, right? though, how does it cause inflammation, though? That's where I get confused.
1: Well, any any time you work out, you're straining muscles, ligaments, oh, joints, etc. You you cause inflammation, right? I mean, that's that's why you're sore. You've you've kind of inflamed things. Uh, you've you've stretched your muscles, or you've actually torn them,
0: right? right. Small tiny which tears, is, which yeah.
1: is how they get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, those those are important. There's a whole. Uh, There's a a whole other set of things that you can do on uh, other than just a standard cholesterol test. Folks, what you have to understand is cholesterol is a very interesting subject. And what you're being told, I personally disagree with because we used to have much higher cholesterol levels that were okay. It used to be like 250, and there's a board. There's nine physicians that determine what that should be. Just like we used to, blood pressure now is 120 over 80. It used to be it was okay to be 140 over 90. Okay, why did they lower it? They want to sell you more blood pressure medicine.
0: A little bit of a okay? kickback there, huh? The drug the drug companies working in the back well, I, I, I yeah,
1: I, right? I mean it it is. Yeah, it it is what it is. My doctor, the way I look at my doctor, is he's a highly educated drug representative that went to a medical school that had all sorts of grants and programs that were
0: funded funded
1: by, by pharmaceutical companies. And I do not want to it doesn't make sense to me logically. If I have high blood pressure, that means my st- my my uh not parasympathetic but my sympathetic nervous system is excited over something i'm kind of in a fight or flight mode if my blood pressure's up and i want to find out why my blood pressure is up it's a warning system now if it's up and i take a drug what it actually does is just decreases the oxygen that goes to my brain is what blood pressure medicine does. Now, if you if you think of high blood pressure, it could be from just dehydration, okay? If, if my blood is thick, it doesn't move around as much as if it's thin. If I hydrate myself, my blood becomes thinner, it's slipperier, it's quicker, my blood pressure goes down. So there's a lot of really simple causes for high blood pressure. Do you really want to take a drug that was not on this earth, that was formulated in a laboratory? It's a bunch of chemicals put together that cause a reaction in your body, and yeah, it lowers your blood pressure. But There's has it a fixed thousand, the problem?
0: thousand side effects. What did you say about those Back up a second. The pair you said the the, the brain sends a message. The
1: sympathetic, yeah, oh, the sympathetic, sympathetic nervous system sympathetic. Is, is is under stress, right? Something caused your blood pressure to go up, man. I tell you what, if I go outside and I see a rabid pack of dogs and they're all growling at me, my blood pressure goes up. My sympathetic nervous system kicks in and adrenaline squirts out. And I got two choices. I'm either going to fight the dogs or I'm going to run and try and climb a tree or something. Okay. So if you have high blood pressures, your sympathetic nervous system is trying to tell you that something's wrong. I mean, your back could be out of alignment your hips could be out of alignment you know you you could be having a allergic reaction there's a lot of different things you you might be drinking milk and you might be allergic to milk how
0: about gluten you might
1: have a yeah you might have a gluten reaction because you haven't figured out that uh you know everybody's got a reaction to gluten i i hate to say it but everybody's uh Everyone's a partial celiac. The only people that are really have celiac disease are very, very thin, and they just can't process any yeah. gluten whatsoever. It destroys their bowels, et cetera, et cetera. But most of us have a gluten intolerance. I can tell you that if I eat a pizza with the wheat,
0: with the, a, with, the uh, with the wheat crust, the wheat crust, right? Yeah, Yeah, wheat, with, with, with
1: ju- yeah just a regular wheat crust just regular pizza i get a knot in my stomach if i eat a cauliflower crusted pizza i do not get a knot in my stomach i would rather eat a cauliflower crust pizza i i think that was an ingenious absolutely ingenious uh recipe that they came up with i mean i buy them at costco you know, I'm, I'm eating a pizza that doesn't have any wheat in it. It's like, are you kidding me? And the crust, you got to cook it right. The crust is crunchy. See. And it's like, holy cow. Yeah. Now, folks, listen, you know what, folks? This is not a New York thin crust pizza that you get at Joe's down in Brooklyn. This is a frozen, all organic veggie pizza with a cauliflower crust. There's obviously going to be a difference in the two, right? So don't expect my cauliflower crust pizza to taste like Joe's. It's not. But you know what? I'm willing to give that part up because I feel healthy after I'm done eating it. And I don't have a knot in my stomach. Now, when I go to Brooklyn, am I going to go to Joe's for a slice of pizza? Yes, I am. But when I'm in Dallas, I don't do Domino's. I don't do Pizza Hut. I don't do any of those. Do not do them.
0: I'm yeah. not eating that food. And listen, <clears throat> listen, so. listen, what, what you're saying right now, Mark, and, and I'm going to leave them with this, and i got to catch back up with you on another day for that other stuff we're going to talk about. But what I'm saying is this, you're walking billboard, a walking testimonial for a guy who's 60, tell me again, 60 what? I
1: am, I just turned 66 April 21st, which was Easter. Happy, so happy I Happy birthday. I make a joke. I I told everybody I arose and I had a birthday.
0: And listen, this is no Uh, joke. Thank you. This is no joke. What you're doing, like I said, uh, you're a walking billboard and testimonial because of the program and the habits you have in place for a 67 year old guy to have not be in any type of medication. You're doing something right. And that's why I had you on this call to get to, if if one person hears you say this today and they put some different habits in place, Reach out to you with an email. Say, "Hey, Mark, you should share a little bit more about what you just talked about in that podcast show." Then you've done something huge in the world, and that's what I want to share with people today. So, listen. Thank you. Well, thank you for, thank you Brett, for your ta- listen, what? Go Thank
1: ahead. you. I, I want to say thank you for giving me the opportunity to say that. And and there's more. And I think the next time we talk, I think we should just do a vitamin C segment um, because it, this is so easy and it's so logical. Uh, and we don't we don't make vitamin C we're one of the only animals on earth and i'll go into the ramifications of that with you and it it's just such a simple add-on and the health benefits are insane um so i'm kind of setting this up for our next interview i guess
0: well you want <clears throat> let me see if you, i i can i got i got 7 to 10 minutes of stretch on this one you can you wrap it up in 7 to 10 minutes about the vitamin C yeah, i think it, it'd be worth their their time to hear this
1: well vitamin C is none, none of us produce vitamin C. I'm going to, let me get to my, uh, let me get to my notes.
0: This was pretty huge for me when I heard this. I know vitamin C is very important for the body, the bones, the immune system, but the fact that we don't, we do not produce it, uh, which means you ought to be taking a pretty darn high quality supplement, uh, to get the most out of it, the, the full benefits.
1: Yes. So, so we're the, we, we're the only animal on earth that doesn't only, only mammal. Now, apes and chimps do not either. There's one bat that doesn't produce vitamin C and guinea pigs. Okay. Now everybody else, everything else produces vitamin C. Now I have cats and I've had dogs and folks, you have cats and dogs out there. How often do your cats or dogs get sick versus you? Okay. Now think about think about that for a second. Right? It doesn't happen very often, if at all. I mean, they go years without getting sick. Well, it's vitamin C, is what it is. Okay. Now, vitamin C. Linus Pauling didn't get one Nobel Prize. He got two Nobel Prizes for his work on vitamin C. Nobody else has had that. Repeat before. His Nobody name. else got.
0: Tell me his name again. Yeah.
1: Re- re- yeah. Linus Pauling, P A U L I N G. And there's a there's another uh German doctor out there and his name is it's right here. Da-da-da-da-da. His name is Roth. Uh let me let me get the spelling because he's German. It's Dr. Rath, R-A-T-H, okay? Matthias Rath, R A T H. Okay. M A T T H I A S R A T H. Now he's got YouTube videos, and I've 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 taken large quantities of vitamin C for my entire life. I have I'm sitting with a big iced tea and a yeti, and I think I have eight grams of powdered vitamin C in
0: it. Okay, stop right there because I want to know because I've been taking this stuff called C salts, letter C salts, and I've been taking it for the last probably over a year, but almost a year and a half. Um, but I'm always open to hearing about new new types of vitamin C. You said you have eight scoops of vitamin C in your in your iced tea right now. Well, it's
1: eight, eight grams. Eight grams. And okay. And I, I take yeah vitamin C is ascorbic acid. Right. Okay? Who makes There's yours? What's own, the name of the only
0: who makes yours that you take that you swear uh, about I
1: get um I get mine from Bronson Pharmaceuticals, and I think they're in uh, L.A. And it's the I buy it by the two pound tub and I keep it on top of the refrigerator with a spoon in it. Uh, I do not drink orange juice. I do not drink apple juice. I don't drink anything like that because it's pure sugar. Right. People people say to me, oh, I drink orange juice. I say, well, that, that's your first mistake because you're getting very little vitamin C. I don't care what they say.
0: Yeah. And
1: you're getting a ton of sugar, you ton know, of sugar apple juice is is insane right because if you drink a glass of apple juice you'd probably have to drink you'd have to eat ten apples which you never would eat an apple eat an orange don't drink the juices because it's just sugar
0: okay so, um, so and vitamin on, c go, go and you take one, yeah. one once a day
1: um well no because your your serum vitamin c level it's water soluble so you you cannot take too much vitamin C. If you take too much, if you yeah. want to know what your tolerance is, take a gram every 15 minutes until you get diarrhea. Diarrhea? Yeah. And and so in other words, if you take if it takes you an hour and then you get diarrhea, you know that you're at a 4 gram maximum, okay? And you would you would space that 4 grams out over the day and you'll be fine every okay, how because many it's hours water soluble well if, if if you're if you have a four gram tolerance right you want to take you want to take a gram about every three hours
0: i see space it out three i got gotcha. you got gotcha. you
1: okay, yeah because cool. you want your you, you want your serum vitamin c level to remain somewhat consistent if you can you know i always say i always say take it in the morning right after you get up just take a tablet To start things and take one at night before you go to bed, because you're going to be asleep for eight hours. And what do you do during sleep? You do all your repair and maintenance, okay? Right. And you have to have vitamin C for fibrogen and collagen production. Because what does scurvy do, right? Scurvy causes basically, if you have scurvy and you let it go, your gums start bleeding. It's because your cell walls can no longer remain their integrity. And they just start splitting apart, okay? So if you completely stop all vitamin C and you let it go long enough, you just actually bleed out, okay? So what happens is this this Matthias Rath, what he did was he said that atherosclerosis and heart disease is actually arterial scurvy, okay? And he bred mice that uh, could no longer produce vitamin C. And then he fed him a non-vitamin C diet and he produced heart disease in these mice, okay? Where mice normally don't have heart disease, okay? So it goes back to my question of why don't we have knee attacks, hip attacks, et cetera. The, the, The hardest pressure from the heart is the arteries above the heart and they're curved, right? So you have this pump, your heart hits it. It squirts out the blood, and it hits that curve, right? Well, what happens to curves in rivers? They always have erosion, don't they? Well, your artery is no different. So you get 30, 40, 50. You've, been, you've had low vitamin C levels your whole, whole lifetime. Your arteries getting thin. You started getting fissures and cracks in your arteries. Well, guess what happens? Your LDLs come. Well, it's the LDL that's not bad. What it's carrying is called a little lipoprotein A, and it looks like a little hook, and it's there to go into that crack and try and repair that crack. And what happens is it builds up, and your body comes and tries to fix the arterial wall, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and then what do you have? You have blocked arteries, okay? So it's arterial scurvy. It's not the LDL they're they're looking at the symptom not the cause always and you can go to youtube yeah listen this guy this guy this this guy is so smart go look up mathias rath r a t h go look him up on youtube he will he will tell you all the studies everything okay this this statin thing and ldl it's it's just pharmaceutical companies they want, they want you eating at fast food so that they can take care of you the rest of your life with drugs that all have side effects. And if you're a woman and they try to put you on a statin, you really need to question their sanity because no woman should ever go on a statin, and I'll leave that to rest. That's another one you can, you, you can go look at the studies on. But I've got my, my time is up.
0: Yeah, man, I, and I just want to say, you—you you, one person, one person hears this, there'll be a lot of people listening to it. If one person takes your advice, you know, and puts some of this information into application, and takes better steps, including yeah. my, including myself. I mean, you shared some things with me today. I'm, I'm when I get off the phone with you, I'm going to get that vitamin C, you know, because I've been taking vitamin C for quite a while. Like I said, the sea salts. Um, but this one here sounds like it might be a little higher quality, well, and it's very important to take a good high quality vitamin C. Otherwise, you're, you're just kind of kind of spinning your wheels, aren't you?
1: Well, Brett, the other thing is is keep it simple, smart—the Kiss principle. Yes, in
0: that keep it's it super just simple. Ascorbic
1: acid. Yeah, it's it's just ascorbic acid. Now, I take ascorbate, okay, which which is a buffered ascorbic acid so that it's not so acidic. But I also take another one from Perk. Okay. Now this guy I, I, I gotta I gotta um I gotta I gotta save this for uh another time but uh you can go to Perk, P-E-R-Q-U-E on Amazon and get SeaGuard.
0: Oh okay, it's C-guard. an
1: L. yeah it's an L ascorbic acid. It's more expensive so I have SeaGuard and I have sodium ascorbate. Sodium ascorbate is a buffered ascorbic acid. So I mix the two. Okay. I'll take four four grams of the SeaGuard and four g- grams of the sodium ascorbate. And so I have eight grams of vitamin C, and these are all bioavailable. Okay. But if we we, we can go into a uh, perk. And I can't remember, uh, he, he's, he's the most, uh, I don't know, awarded, educated, uh, doctor that I know of is the guy that owns Perk. Uh, and he's a Jewish fellow and just this, a biochemist, a doctor, a nutritionist, a, uh, uh epitomologist, I mean, there, there's an immunologist. I mean, he's insanely educated and, and a very cool guy. And he goes, Hey, you know, the, the vitamins that I make, he goes, they don't have anything in there, but what they're supposed to have in there. And they're done the correct way. They're more expensive because they're done in a, in a specific lab to do them and i'm just at that point in my life where i'm going i'm not taking one a day i'm going to buy the best like i buy the best organic food
0: mm-hmm.
1: because it's it, i'm i'm worth every penny i spend on myself
0: it's an right? investment yeah it's an investment yeah. in yourself you can, yeah, either you yeah, in you're you. invest in yourself now or pay somebody else to try to fix your ass later on down the road
1: it, oh absolutely absolutely that that's it so um i, I appreciate you uh you know, let me talk to your, uh, the crowd out there. And I look forward to our next episode.
0: There'll be more Mark. In the meantime, I wish you the best. Thank you for sharing your insight and wisdom with people more than appreciative. And then I will be back in touch with you to do some more following up. And I know you have some more great stuff to share. So for now, over and out, buddy. Thanks for your time.
1: All right. Thanks, Brad. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.